How's it going, all you beautiful, beautiful nerds out there? Welcome to episode three of the Critical Failure Podcast. Get ready to learn how to spice up your sessions. So this episode is more for you seasoned uh, DMs out there that are looking just to add a little bit extra um, excitement and interest to your D&D sessions besides the standard uh, die rolls and rules. So um, these are just a couple things that I run in my games. Um, I don't run all of them all the time. Um, most of these I actually just made up when I was coming up with the notes for this episode, but I will probably be including them into my next game. So, first and foremost, uh, just to start it off, um, for skill checks, um, if your players roll a, a critical fail, that doesn't mean they don't, let me rephrase, doesn't necessarily mean that they don't know anything or find out anything. Um, what I like to do if they roll a, um, a natural one for like a knowledge check is um, I give them false information. Um, Usually knowledge text, it's kind of iffy on it. It would be more so for like monsters or something like, oh yeah, you know that they are totally vulnerable to fire and it's it's like a fire elemental or something. Or for um, an insight or a sense motive check, um, you read, their per- read the other person completely wrong. Um, and whether they're telling the truth, you feel like that they're um, completely lying or vice versa. Um... And then uh, I, I sometimes include uh, severe consequences um, for critical failures, depending on the situation or depending on what they what they do. Some of these are severe. Some of them um, are kind of kind of minimal. So um, if your player or if a player tries to roll an acrobatics to avoid an attack of opportunity, and they roll a one. I I had monsters um like you know they see him roll and then as they're in the middle of the roll, the monster like steps on him and I consider their um them pinned. Um, then you have like for appraise checks they overvalue or undervalue an item. Um, heal checks they can uh, misdiagnose what's wrong with them whether it be a disease or um, some other condition. Um, linguistics uh misinterpret a language that's always a fun one um especially when it's they have to read this ancient text to uh reveal a prophecy and they misinterpret it where like they have to perform this ritual or something and it has to be done under a full moon but they misinterpret it as you have to do this at high noon um then on the flip side for for um natural 20s for successes um, have your players discover a new cure for a disease, something that's uh, pretty common and might potentially be uh, cheaper to get the ingredients for the cure or easier to do. Doesn't necessarily take a uh, like a a non magical cure. Um, that way, your cleric or whoever doesn't have to spend a spell slot to cure a disease. Um, this one would probably be kind of iffy and you would have to homebrew this a little bit um 
have your player learn something not yet known about a monster, an item, or a place. Um, so, uh, um, it would, the only example I could really somewhat think of is for like a monster. You just, just homebrew some random, uh, weakness for him or something. Um, this one's extremely difficult. I mean, I can't really even describe it, but I feel like that that would be extremely interesting. Um, so in combat, this is the other, uh, (laughs) kind of fun one and i know my players absolutely hate me for doing this i create a hit chart and a failure chart um so starting off with a um a hit chart um if they if they get critically hit or or um they critically hit um i do uh dismemberment that's an option I, i usually just roll a d100 on this chart and just see what happens so there's dismemberment loss of arm a huge hit to the leg possibly which would reduce movement speed um and like dexterity based skill checks um loss of an eye penalty to attack and perception checks that would always be fun um what what else what else um if they're if the monster is using a bludgeoning weapon they can get conked in the head and i would have them um have to a uh roll an intelligence check anytime they would um want to cast a spell or something give them kind of like short-term memory loss or long-term memory loss and where they just they forget how to do spells um now my my hit chart and failure chart goes for both my monsters and my players to kind of uh, even out the the battlefield a little bit so for uh, on the failure chart um, I have stuff like their weapon breaks um, you trip over something and you fall prone you hit an adjacent ally you drop your weapon your aren't like you didn't fasten your armor properly and it falls off um, to um, Now, I don't personally um, enforce the material components to anything that's not like a a ritual casting. And I classify ritual casting anything that has a casting time of 10 minutes or more. If it's that, then I enforce materials because, I don't know, it just seems cooler that way in my opinion. But now, but if you're a DM that actually is big on that habit where like they lose their material pouch, that would be absolutely devastating to wizards um now we get into to uh role play situations um this one's completely different it's not necessarily up to the dice roll this is just how you as a dm can um again further encourage role play with your players and to really strike some emotions out of them so like for example if you're looking for um to get uh, an anger reaction out of your players you could have your big bag evil guy or some other villain um tell the party like kind of like what what they've done not their grand master plan but you know like uh, let's say their your party has like captured one of the big bad evil guys like lieutenants or something and he just you know just starts going on a diatribe of like all the evil stuff that he's done you know like i I enjoyed killing that family back there. That seems pretty dull, but I'm I'm not feeling extremely creative right now. 
um just kind of go for that um tell players some sinister facts about the monster that you're fighting so like if um let's say you're fighting a monster that doesn't necessarily kill um the his enemies right away but he like he captures them slowly tortures them and like sucks the um the fear and the torment out of them and that's that's how he kills um that's how he prefers to kill um his adversaries um sadness when entering a um like a battle torn area um show some like dead children dead families um or if you enter a city, this one's probably uh, easier to do. Whenever you're enter, entering a city, um, eventually have your players walk through the slums. Because every city has the slums. Show, like, starving children and families, um, ch- children crying over their parents' bodies. I know I'm saying children a lot, but let's face it, that's the best way to strike emotions in pretty much anyone, no matter alignment or personality. is just children. Um... And then on the complete opposite side of the coin, um, appeal to their their happiness as well. Have like a well-known and loved NPC get married. Um, that also works really good for a uh, a filler episode or at least a big chunk, because then you know you can always lead that into you know it could get ruined or something, um, into a little side quest of hey the cake isn't here or you know like a good like low low-ish level um, mini quest line with that um and then also allow your pcs to role play with each other on a fairly regular basis and grow relationships with one another um i know a lot of dms discourage um forming romantic connections between player characters but honestly if my players ever want to do that please go for it because that to me that's like the ultimate god tier of role play is even i remember this uh one group uh two of my players they were both guys straight as could be and yet they uh one was playing a female one was playing a male and then they got in a relationship and they would actually describe all the romantic encounters that they did completely serious like not not joking at all which i just thought that that was that was really great um lastly this is going to be kind of a short short ish episode um a great way to to spice it up just to be different is to uh make celebrations um in your campaigns you know each city they have to have holidays you know holidays are in every culture whether it be some like uh his, historic event um i don't really want to say royal wedding but i guess you could if you can't come up with anything else um like some great leaders like death day or something um, again, this is another great idea for a filler session. Um, you can make it all fun and games, just like, like just skill checks for like dexterity and stuff to like, just th- think of it like a carnival. Um, allow the players to win some prizes and enter contests, like, you know, like pie eating contest or whatever. It's just, it's really fun. And it, especially if you're running a fairly serious campaign, which I'm sure a lot of you are. Um, doing this just kind of um, it, it it eases the tension between your players and you because I I know I went for um, four months straight with no um, happiness 
in my campaign and my players they they loved the they loved it however they just oh man they they themselves were feeling starting to feel down so add some excitement because the way that i see it is even in a very serious world there there are some funny moments um so yeah that's all i really have for you guys today um hope you guys enjoyed um as always you can email me your questions comments concerns criticisms critiques at the critical failure podcast at gmail.com um i upload at least once a week uh monday or tuesday depending on how i'm feeling i am on pretty much any major uh platform that you could listen to your podcasts um and if you enjoy um what i'm doing or you want me to talk about a certain subject um again email me and i will definitely look into that and uh tell your friends about me i'm really trying to get this podcast off the ground um so yeah i'm gonna shut up now so get out there and roll some dice (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.